0: yeah you got the intro you do it sure i'm you i believe in you
1: yo what's up everybody welcome back to the juice podcast we are so excited to have you again god here we are so aggressive
0: all right so i'll stick with doing the intros hello everybody and welcome back to the juice sorry for that cortisol shock there that intro that was was appalling
1: well you know what i i want to start trying to do cold opens no. Why not?
0: They're so aggressive.
1: No, not that wasn't a cold open.
0: Okay, what's give me an example?
1: Like All okay. right,
0: and we we start. What do you do?
1: Hey, what did the skeleton why didn't the skeleton Dear God. Oh, that was bad. take anybody to the prom? Why? Because he had no body to go with. Dear
0: God. <laughs> this is why I do every time you have done the open. Every time. All twice times, it has been Horrendous. Awesome. horrendous hello everybody and welcome to the juice we're so excited to have you back we if are. you're wondering what our new setup is uh it's because we can't decide on what we want mm. um would love to know your thoughts on this setup because this is new and i know i say this every time but i think this is my favorite one
1: i said this yesterday and i think that your taste is influenced by your fascination with things mm-hmm. if you it's know? new
0: i think it's better yeah yes yeah like when we get a new set that yep. is worse than this, I'll still think it's better simply because it's yeah. new and I'm curious. And this
1: is exactly how they will say it. We'll be sitting at the camera, you be like, I think this is our best setup yet.
0: <laughs> and then I'll look back and clearly this one was better. Yeah. But or I won't be able to see it.
1: Yeah, you always do that thing where you're like setting it up and you kind of are like fidgeting with it and you're looking down at like the <laughs> at the camera like video screen and you're like like you kind of do a mini shrug. You're like, I think this is the best one yet. <laughs>
0: And it's just me being like, This is new. Yeah. Shiny and new. That I, is. I do think my the taste. lights
1: are really cool in the background.
0: I do. I like I like this uh I was gonna say salmon, but it's hot mm. pink. Like let's just call those face. Shout a spade. out Israel. Yes. Who He's honestly the producer of this podcast. He is. Let's just call him what he is, you know? He, he
1: really is. He is, um, he's a coworker of ours who is brilliant behind the camera. Yes. And uh, in front of the camera, true. Is too the reason
0: well. we have video. Yeah. He is the reason that we have video. It's
1: one of those, uh, it's one of those relationships where we've said that we wouldn't need him continually. Right. And we have needed him continually. Every
0: time we set up, we're like, thank you so much, Israel. Like, I swear, like, we're going to get it. We don't need you next week. Like, we'll learn to set everything up. Five minutes into setup the next week, we're like, is Israel around? You think maybe he could help right. us with the setup? Right. And so that is why we have this awesome setup mm. today. Um, how was your how was your weekend?
1: You want to talk about yesterday first?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, for anyone watching or listening, we tried to record this podcast yesterday. No, no,
1: no. Hold on. We did record this podcast yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Like,
0: we recorded it. So
1: Probably an hour and 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you how this day ended. We recorded this podcast. Mm. We said, all right, see you next week like we always do, and then we cut away. I go to the camera. Footage looks great. We go to the audio, and there is no audio. There's five minutes of audio. Yeah. So the whole thing had to be scrapped. But in a way, it was... God's plan. It was God's plan. It It, was just... It was... It's God's plan. It's God's plan. I mean... I want us to make a joke, but we haven't gotten to our topic yet. We're no, talking we about Drake got, today. We are
1: talking about Drake today, but in just accordance with yesterday, it just, it, you know what? I also am glad because yeah. the video was going to be Frankenstein's The audio felt like it was- It was bad. It was back and forth. It we was were Murphy's in, Law. It I really was in was. A,
0: I was in a terrible mood yesterday. I was going to say we, but I feel like I was in a terrible yeah, mood. Yeah, you were just going to clump me in with that. I,
1: I had- <laughs> We were both equally in a terrible mood. Raise your hand if you <laughs>
0: cried at work yesterday. Me. I, I didn't. Did.
1: I did not. I did. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time. You, you have a way of like, if you know I'm not doing okay, you'll be like, yeah, you good, man? And even yeah. if I'm fine, the way you say it makes mm. me be like, I don't know. Am I good?
1: It's like a 90s sitcom setup. It's like, yeah. are you doing okay? You doing okay? Hey, champ.
0: But you are, I How was like, I, I already had like just a, a terrible day. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was Murphy's Law. Whatever has the ability to go wrong, went wrong. Mm. And then I'm setting up something for Whatever I was shooting for my job, and then you you said, "Hey, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just really stressful," and I just
1: it's... yeah. Okay, you can't and I immediately your, started. You can't imitate yourself because I don't know if you have an accurate representation. What did I do? Okay, so she, we were planning on filming and recording. Yeah, and I, y- you had been blowing up my phone like I thought my phone had turned into like a machine gun because Wait, it was what? rattling off so fast it was just like hey here's where we're gonna film oh, actually yes. second thought we're gonna film here yes, yes actually yes. no we're gonna do it here the so plans I was just, just like kept oh changing. my gosh like every five minutes is a new location yes so I could tell you were pressed and stressed Stressed, pressed. and I was like hey where are you at right now like I'm just like where are you at and so I met you in this room now with our video guy and I was like hey are you doing all right and you did that thing where like we talked about it in an earlier episode where like, you know, Gen Z will, you know, be going through some serious emotional right, things. Right, right. And they'll kinda make light out of it by doing their little dances. I'm just feeling okay, a little stop. bit
0: depressed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they do and, that. And you
1: do you do, do that thing do when that. you're happy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you do like a little like,
0: you say it's like I'm jerking the steering wheel of a car. Yeah, like, you're like, yes.
1: Yeah, you do that. I do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was the opposite of that. Like, you started doing that, but in a very sad way yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm just going through this thing, and it's kind of crazy because, you know, anyways. And then you just immediately are like, yeah, I'm just going through this. <laughs> 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 and I was like, it, I. it was like in the blink of an eye. Like, one minute savannah was here and the next minute your alter ego was here i was like what what am i witnessing if i had turned away for a second if i checked a text it would have been that quick you
0: would have missed the transition 100 from joke to crying you were a tremendous friend though you you were so chill and israel was too like y'all were both so chill the whole time and you listened as i like sobbed Mm. my eyes out
1: it wasn't a full-on sob
0: it was a it was a it was a cry yeah 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 yeah. and you Um, never
1: have to apologize for crying in front of me I just was—I think I was impressed more than anything at the sheer speed how you are able to channel that.
0: Granted, I had already cried in our—we work at a church, and I— Wait, we cr- do? <laughs> I cried in the baptism room already. I had already had one oh, cry it. in the baptism room, and I just think that is a very— um underused room at Mm. churches like if you work in ministry and there is a room for baptisms that's your cry room man like that is where you go or if you have a cry room like for the for the babies that cry that's old school church though they have like the cry room in the back for the kids that cry during church service
1: this is so good that we're talking about do you know do
0: you have that i had that at my church i didn't
1: grow up in church
0: well i didn't either but i at churches, like old school churches. I was have- a good
1: child. I didn't cry. I never shed one tear before the newborns. age of 27.
0: Anyways, the <laughs> baptism room and the cry rooms are great rooms to Would have a Which you utilize. Moment. I totally utilize. So, yeah. th- so that's why I was already I was already in mode to cry. Primed and, and ready I was, to cry. I was in the middle of... Of a cry, basically. Yeah. You walked in, and me talking to you was like an interruption of a continual cry. Got it. It wasn't the beginning of a breakdown. Yeah. It was the continuation of one that had started two yeah. hours ago.
1: I do think, you know how, like, there's friendships, like, before this. I mean, like, at a certain point in our friendship, if you had asked me if I was doing okay and I wasn't, I would was just like, yeah, I'm good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Yesterday, was that leap of faith. Like, I was like, are you doing okay? You're like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> Like, but
0: have you ever cried at work wait yeah
1: <laughs> oh that was quick
0: I just I was trying to think
1: of we, we kind of talked about this yesterday have you ever seen me cry
0: yes but was it at work
1: it was in my office so yeah yes okay okay yeah.
0: I couldn't and then there was one other time and I think it was also at work but it didn't have to do with work
1: I mean pick a day man there's always a chance really
0: i would just like to know if anyone like how common it is to cry mm. at your workplace this is All not a this isn't a like let's diss on the places we work i no, think it's no. more of just a it
1: really i don't even think it was about how, the place of work It was no. just like a, the job itself sometimes
0: right the job the day everything yeah. culminating i would love to know if ever if anyone or everyone else <laughs> cries was, at work
1: there was a day i told this story when you were gone where I where i covered for you in your group oh yeah and um there was one day, this is, really, this is really sad, but I laugh at myself now, so everybody's welcome to laugh. I'm inviting you right now. But I was having a really hard day, and I just closed the door, took a pillow off my couch, and put it under my desk, and just cried under my desk. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I really did.
0: Under your desk? Yeah. But you have a couch.
1: It just felt I, like I needed to be lower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Closer to the ground. Yeah, I was just like, that's need to be that's the where I lowest need to be. of lows. It mm-hmm. needed your your location had to match your emotion. Yeah, you could a, a couch was too elevated and yeah. lush.
1: Yeah, it was and too also happy and too, dignified. There was pro- a very low, probably like a one percent chance that somebody was going to see me through my blinds and do the whole like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Right, no, right, I'm right, not right. okay, you loser. You, Why are you me asking no. me this? Yeah, yeah get on my walk, face. Walk
0: past your office and hear that like. <laughs> yeah, and if <laughs>
1: honestly, if that was the case. If it was me and I was hearing this, I would have an inner conflict. Like, do I intervene? Do I right. be a friend here? Or like I'm really late for or
0: like do my it, dinner plans. If I walked past someone's office mm. and I could hear them crying, but the door was closed yeah. and the blinds were closed, yeah. I'm not going in. No. Like they don't want to share.
1: No, not at if all. If they're
0: crying in the bathroom, yeah. I'm gonna ask.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or you're looking I would be looking for any reason not to intervene. You know if yeah. it's a if it's a close friend like you know you sure. i was like hey are you all right you know but like i'm talking about one of those like a coworker who you don't have a lot of equity right, with that right. you're you're basically just working in the same space together and you hear the <gasps> you know i would i i'd stop i'd be like frozen in time and you know you have an inner dialogue where you're just like i could help but or i could hit in and out on the way home <laughs>
0: But if their door is is open, I think the right thing to do would be to check in on them. Like, if their door is open and they're crying. Oh, I'm not debating
1: the right or wrong choice.
0: But if they, what is the work etiquette? If if my door is closed and my blinds are closed and you hear me crying, keep walking. I don't want anybody.
1: Like, I'm picturing, like, the anti-harassment videos that we have to watch. And it's like, hi, work associate. Are you having a (laughs) work-related... Trouble?
0: (laughs) Trouble? Yeah, I don't know. Do you need to talk?
1: Are you having a work-related conflict that I can assist with? (laughs) Am I obligated to respond in a completely respectful and coworker-like fashion? (laughs) Just like a yeah, you're like a robot, basically. That honestly, and that's why I don't know because I do want to make friends with new coworkers, right? But I don't know the etiquette. Like, hey, do you have a husband or a wife? I don't know if I can ask that. Can I ask that? What do you do on the weekends? Is that inappropriate?
0: I think instead of saying, do you have a husband or wife, you say, you married? like.
1: Okay. I was asking, I was, I was illustrating a question. I don't say those words in a normal conversation.
0: But I think if you're going to make new (laughs) friends at work, the, the. The genesis of your friendship should not be them breaking down in their office.
1: (laughs) You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, that's the first time you met.
1: Like, that's the villain. That's, like, the origin story. (laughs) Like, your Marvel origin story. Yeah,
0: me and Paul, we became BFFs because he saw me having a mental breakdown because I had imposter syndrome the other day, and now we're BFFs. How'd you guys become
1: friends? He saw me me breaking down.
0: (laughs) Um, He saw me crying. (laughs) It's because of a mental breakdown. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were emotionally unstable. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. And that's my new phrase for you. Oh, yeah. Whenever I ask you a question that you have just an absurd reaction to, I'm like, oh, you know what? That's my bad. I thought you were okay today. <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> that's my bad. And you've
0: said that like three times in the past few days. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were emotionally in like a good headspace. Yeah. I thought today. you were I'm all sorry. right today. I thought that's you were okay. my bad. That's for
1: assuming. I'm the issue. <laughs> I thought you came to work okay today. That's my bad.
0: <laughs> How many days of the week are you okay at work? All of them okay and this time we'll tell the truth how many days a week are you okay at work for me it's probably two or
1: three okay out of five that's not bad i'm not joking i come to work okay
0: Mm -hmm. i leave
1: in a questionable state (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i'm the
0: opposite i will come in usually i'm something's wrong i feel weird yeah then i'll leave being like all right you know end of the day we wrap things up Sure, great
1: i um I have started off, you know, I told you I've been working out and doing the fitness thing for a while, and I do that at the beginning of the day, and I really do feel like that has set me up to be... Have a positive day. Better mood, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, you know, and I, I hate to be one of those, like, workout shills that's just like, start your day right, bro. You know, Adrenaline,
0: like, endorphins, yeah. like serotonin, all those good kind of vibes. Yeah, and yeah, And you yeah.
1: do see progress. Right. And so I do think, it makes me motivated to accomplish more throughout the day.
0: So it puts you in a better headspace. It does. Yeah. It does. I work and the morning in that vein, doesn't work.
1: I'm wearing these jean shorts today, jorts, jorts. if you will, uh, that I haven't been able to wear in a year. So Really?
0: Yes. Me up, dog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. And we're actually matching today. I know it looks really intentional. Yeah. We should tell everyone that we plan to do this. We did
1: not. I oh, hate matching know. on purpose, except really? if it's with my wife, because she hates it when we accidentally match, <laughs> so and you I like love. It? I love it. Oh my god, we've done it a lot.
0: If you walk out of the house and y'all are wearing similar things, does one of you change?
1: We usually don't realize till like we're on our way somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I love D it. and
0: I will sometimes match because we love denim so mm. just, there's the chances uh, of us wearing too. yeah yeah, the chance denim jackets we have denim shirts denim jackets yeah. denim pants like it's a whole thing yeah. so like the odds of us wearing the same thing are are I very high
1: I get it so welcome to a podcast about nothing everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we're supposed to be talking yeah. about a few things we have two fun things today yeah
1: wait do we do weekend stuff or do you just go ahead and bypass that
0: I feel like oh I do want to say
1: how far are we in keep going
0: I do want to say I started a new show last week my sister-in-law recommended it to me and normally I hate when people recommend shows to me and so when she recommended it to me I was like no okay then I watched it okay and it's Ted Lasso it's on Ah. Apple TV you're shocked but I already made you yeah I I
1: wanted to act surprised but I've heard this already
0: it's a great show because we recorded yesterday (laughs) it's about a coach a football coach in America who is then called to be a football coach in Europe but in in Europe, it's sure. soccer. So he goes from doing football to soccer, and he has no idea about the sport. He was hired basically as a Ponzi scheme. It's just, it's great. But he is the sweetest, most lovable character. And there's complex enemies in the show. We know I love a complex enemy. Mm, it is good. just all ten episodes are just creme de la creme. Yeah, it is so good. I it's, I couldn't uh, recommend it enough.
1: Jason Sudeikis, right?
0: is that his name i think yes so. yeah yes. jason sudeikis yes
1: he's really funny yeah and mm-hmm. it's
0: and it doesn't really have any other major like well bill lawrence
1: bill lawrence is the showrunner for it
0: okay who is that
1: that's the guy who created scrubs
0: oh yeah. okay mm-hmm. that's interesting because they have very different vibes
1: some of the humor is similar i've watched one episode so i haven't okay. seen the whole thing well
0: ted lasso was from a an, i don't know if it was an snl skit but uh He did a, Jason Sudeikis did a skit like probably 10 years ago Hmm. called Ted Lasso. Oh, really? About a football coach that is just like overly, like just country and lovable and like always happy and nothing really ever gets to him. So they now have turned it into a show 10 years later and have just really just like gone in on it. It's so good. Yeah. I just had to recommend that show. Nice. Zach Graff directs
1: a couple episodes. Another Scrubs alumni. Yes. Okay. I'm a huge Scrubs fan. I know. Mm. It
0: It doesn't have the vibe of Scrubs, No, it though. doesn't. You're right. But the humor, some of the darker, dirtier humor is kind of Scrubs. Because Scrubs is a little more... you
1: ever watched Scrubs? Yeah. I've seen almost every episode. Okay. Cheers. It's yeah,
0: great. It's really good. But it has a little bit more of that uh, rougher... I don't know how else to describe it. Sure. Whereas Ted Lasso is very, like... He's like a family-friendly dude. He's so wholesome. Yeah. But the show has, like it's just sure it, they're two juxtaposing ideas sure. and they're great great show anyways just wanted to throw that out there yeah do you want to dive into our first topic
1: oh so we're just going to bypass my weekend you we, watched ted lasso
0: oh that wasn't my weekend that was just a show i wanted to recommend oh, you didn't
1: do so we're not doing weekends today we can
0: do we can do weekends okay yeah, yeah, i yeah.
1: just wanted to talk about a movie that i watched oh
0: right right right. yeah if yes, that's
1: okay yes and honestly sometimes it's fun to hate a movie yes And that's kind of where i'm coming from which is yeah boring weekend for me Sometimes I just wish that I was a professional Twitch streamer, wake up, play video games, but I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. So I, I, I continue on with life, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but in, because it was a boring weekend, sometimes what I like to do is like I'll watch a movie and really try and absorb the message of the movie, like treat it like a case study. You know what I mean? What is the director, the writer trying to tell me? Uh, and I watched 500 days of summer and, 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 uh, I watched this movie when I was younger, like, you know, I think a, like a late teen, early twenties, which I'm okay. still in my twenties, but uh, like a while ago. It's
0: an older movie, right? Yeah, like two, ten. Two thousand nine.
1: Oh yeah, eleven yeah, years. Yeah, twelve years. Yeah. Yeah, twelve. Twelve years. Yeah. Um, but I watched it, and I remember kind of feeling like it was like a teen angsty movie. You know, yes. like I, I'm a sucker for unrequited love. I said that yesterday. Um,
0: it's very like Perks of Being a Wallflower vibe
1: I never saw that Is that good?
0: Yeah, it's okay. okay If you don't like Yeah, yeah, yeah You wouldn't like it
1: I'm a huge sucker for Unrequited Love And I really do like Zoe Deschanel I'm a huge New Girl fan I love yeah. that show yeah. And I love Joseph Gordon Love it Love it Whatever And I watched this movie and I was like, I remember liking it, and so I'm just gonna give it a try again. And it is awful, man. It's a terrible that movie. movie is so bad. I'm
0: so glad you realize now. Yes, what I already knew. It,
1: I, I'm glad that you already know that we're on the same page. Yes. But here's why it's bad. Can I just tell you? Because if you don't know, it's a movie about this guy named Joseph Gordon. All right, his name is Joseph gordon lovett In actuality, I don't know his name. What's in the his movie. name in the movie? I can't remember. Nick That's and sh- Nora. That's a different movie. Yeah,
0: but similar. Nick and Nora's yeah. fabulous playlist. Infinite playlist. Infinite playlist, something like that. Yeah,
1: it's not important. Joseph uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett's character basically believes in love at first sight, and Zoe Deschanel's character doesn't believe in love right. at first sight. And basically, they kind of set her up to be this kind of, um, you know, go with the wind kind of very spontaneous, um, airy kind of personality yes. that really doesn't put a lot of significance in anything. And he's the exact opposite. And so they. They kind of come together in this way, and the way that the movie is shot is there's 500 days, obviously, 500 days of summer, Mm -hmm. and they jump back and forth between, like, the end, the middle, the beginning, and they, you know, they'll jump from 400 days to, like, day two, whatever, and throughout the entirety of their relationship, it starts off her saying, I don't want anything serious, but in the transitions between the beginning, the middle, and the end, it shows them doing very serious couple things, you know, Mm -hmm. they're very intertwined, and... In this movie, Zoe Deschanel's character is, like, so arbitrarily just disconnected and removed yeah. and keeps him at an arm's length. And I'm like, that's not real. And there's no punishment for it, man. Yeah. Like, at one point, she says to him, like, or he goes, like, what are we? I need to know. And she goes, aren't you having fun? I'm having fun. It's like, that's manipulative.
0: And not the not the question he was asking.
1: No. And, and another point in the movie, you know, she's like, they break up, they kind of move on and then they meet up again, at like another person's wedding. And she asks him to dance to this really romantic slow song. And he does it thinking like something's going to happen. And then she invites him to a birthday party and he thinks something's going to happen. And anyways, that goes terribly. But later on, he says, you should have told me that you were engaged. You should have, you know, f- f- come to find out she's engaged. And he's like, you should have told me. Why didn't you tell me? I, you, why didn't you tell me when you asked me to dance with you? And she goes, cause I wanted to dance with you. I wanted to. And I'm like, just because you want to dance, but the man doesn't give you the right. Okay. I'm already a, a, like a nine. All I'm saying was that there's repercussions in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe in soulmates, which this movie kind of is setting up to make it seem like there right. are. Right. And anyways, I could go an hour on this topic, but man, that was, it was just so bad. I hated yeah. her in that movie.
0: I remember watching that movie and let's see, it came out in 2009. So mm-hmm. I was probably a freshman or sophomore in high school. And I watched it and I thought, I was like, well, that's not right. Yeah. Like, that's not how relationships are. Yeah. Because the whole idea of that movie is that your, any relationship is vulnerable to someone else walking into the room. Like yeah. if, if that movie's idea of relationships is true and we're operating under yeah. that, that means that if Dimitri and I were at a restaurant and he saw another person yeah. that he thought was better looking or whatever. Yeah. He would be like, that's the person. I'm in love with them now. And it's like all the hard work, all the effort, all the years we've been together is now gone because of someone who just walked into the room. That's not. Relationships are more than that.
1: Yeah. And what I don't like, and we're going to talk about relationships and stuff more later with our other topic. But one of the things that I really don't like is like actual love and then like what Hollywood does with love. Right. Because I think, and I think sometimes they cross paths, but what I think sometimes too is like when I see these like indie um, really, um, how do I even put it? It's almost like a dramatization of love to where like love can be this invisible force where like kind of like you're saying like in this movie, basically the ending is to be revealed where like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel are together. And at one point, at a low point in their relationship, Zoe Deschanel's at a coffee shop, and she explains that there was just this man who came in and asked her about the book that she was reading. And then she just knew. She just knew in that moment that yeah. they were meant to be together. And I'm like, first of all, love is so – I, I do believe that there are versions of love at first sight. I'm not even trying to get into that. Which but I I'll, don't believe. which is. Just I'm saying a version of it. Maybe not love at yeah. first sight. Okay. I'm saying a version of it. But I don't think that love is this invisible force Whereas where so you're in a relationship with this one person. Mm-hmm. There is this – External force that just walks into the room, and then you are just compelled to be with them forever. Right. That's just not realistic. And yeah. then it squanders all the hard work, the effort, the, the blood, sweat, and tears you put into the relationship you're in. Like, that's just so lame. Yeah.
0: If someone came in and all of a sudden you're like, I need to be with this person now, that's, that says more about the relationship you were in. Yeah. It looks like you're looking for a way out. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not about that person you just saw. You are dying to get out yeah. of the relationship you're in. Yeah. And that is. Yeah, it's, I, I never liked that movie, yeah. I'm so glad that you and hopefully others are now coming to terms with the fact that it's a terrible movie. Yeah,
1: watch it, and let's all be in hatred yeah, it's together. Bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's I'm bad. I never liked it. Well, here we go. Anyway, Are we ready to finally talk about our first topic?
0: <laughs> our first topic is, you want to T.S.F. here? up? Yeah.
1: My boy Drake, coming at you. Aubrey Graham, the one, the only.
0: I didn't know that that was his real name until a few years ago, like one or two years ago.
1: I, I think I put it together in, have you seen the music video for Child's Play? I don't know if you're a big Drake fan.
0: Not a huge, I, I listen to him in the gym Yeah, all the time.
1: He's a, I mean, he's great for all occasions. That's but honestly why I love him. Yeah, music is his thing. He has gym hits, though. Mm-hmm. He has slow jams. Yeah. He has radio hits. Like, he pretty much has a catalog for whatever yeah. time yeah, yeah, of yeah. day or whatever scenario we're in. Uh, I learned that was his name because there's a music video with him and Tyra Banks where they're pretending, not pretending, but acting to be a couple in this music video and they're at Cheesecake Factory and she like flips out on him for looking at another girl and like throws, throws cake at him. He's like, what's the deal, Aubrey? What's the deal? And I was like,
0: okay, Tyra. Wait, Tyra says, what's the deal, Aubrey?
1: Yeah, yeah. <gasps> it's a really good music video. That's Check it out. Funny. And the song's dope too. Okay. I'm a huge Drake fan. But anyways, Drake uh, is in the media uh, mm-hmm. recently. Um, we're a little late to cover this topic, but we've been yeah. gone for a couple weeks, uh, but I still think it's relevant because a lot of people don't know about it. So there is a uh, there's a couple that has been together and their names are Na- Naomi Sharon and Jamie Sun. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Sun is a very I from what I understand and what I've gathered, he's uh, he's an artist, but he's obviously nowhere near Drake. Drake just got named uh, number one artist of the decade. Yeah. And Naomi Sharon is a little bit more established from you. You filled me in that she has a pretty established career. Yeah. And she's at like an indie singer mm-hmm. similar. I don't know if you've heard of the band called Hiatus Coyote. No. They're, they're very indie, has a unique sound. Okay. Very unique voice. Uh, But he's in the headlines because he's doing his new album called Certified Lover Boy. And he flew both Jamie and Naomi out to wherever he's recording to have a, to have Naomi be a feature on the album. And so, you know, he's, I, you want all the people on your album All the dope people Right So he invites them out And then he ends up And they've been These two people have been engaged for eight years
0: Naomi and Jamie son have, have been, been
1: engaged yeah. for eight years And he and Drake ends up sleeping with Naomi Man <laughs> It's not funny Because it's, it's very tragic
0: But it is one of those things where you're like This is This was not These were two consenting adults yeah. that decided to do something terrible. Yeah. And at the same time, are we going to listen to the album?
1: Yeah. Yes. yes, we are. And guess what song I'm going to first? That one. The song that she's featured on.
0: I'm just, it It raises the question yeah. of does does the entertainment, does the Hollywood industry operate by different rules when it comes to dating?
1: I think so. Because here's, here's how I take it. I was looking up for some quotes and stuff like that, and we'll get to that in a second. But this is the whole thing I'm processing, like the first time I heard this story, because uh, just to be completely honest with you, the first time I heard the story was while I was listening to TMG, Cody Cohen, Noel miller's podcast i love you guys oh my god if you're watching i will totally shill for you let's let's do podcast work together and savannah can come they're or like, not you know what or our
0: pod- tmg is like you know what our podcast needs two pastors yeah i think they would really benefit oh from my this. god
1: please we, we will totally do it and savannah can come or not i'm i'm fine with either i'm totally good with whatever <laughs> i
0: think people find it hard to believe that i listen to tmg
1: i do too i did when you said that yes but i, do. I think they're hilarious
0: yes they are very hilarious. but they were
1: reporting on it by the way i'm a patreon so i'm totally down for whatever it's fine anyway so they were talking do you about smell- this
0: Desperation?
1: Oh, I'm not desperate, but I'm a huge shill for them. (laughs) I will shill out hard for them. Um, Anyways,
0: back to our topic. Sorry,
1: yes. So, uh, when they were first uh, talking about it, shoot, what was I going to say?
0: You heard the story first on TMG. I heard the
1: story first on TMG, and the way that they were talking about it led me to believe that... Uh, God, what was I saying? I have no <laughs> idea what I'm
0: saying. You were like, this is what you did. I was listening to it and the podcast and they led me to believe that I, what I was thinking. I was that trying to buy time and to, I can't remember. And the thing you know that what? it led me to was that this it's is... interesting because have you ever felt and you know, one part of it is that, and then the sorry. other side is, and then, you know, if we could just all come together okay. and what I'm thinking about is that. Okay.
1: Hey. Okay. You want to, you want to know why this is perfect though, is we have to reset our, our camera, so let's take a pause. <laughs> okay, anyway. okay, back in a minute. Okay, everybody, we're back and we fixed our mics, and I remembered what I was saying. Great, so we're back. I first heard about this on TMG, and the way that they were explaining it was, you know, it's expected of Drake, you know, like, yeah, this is Drake's thing, you know, if you've listened to any of his music, yeah. a lot of it, not any, but a lot of his music is about. Sleeping with women and not having any regard for it. So I'm is fixing called my shirt because it's white and I feel large. <laughs> yes, it is called Certified Lover Boy. And this is my perspective. And this is something that they were saying too, is like, yeah. hey, if Drake called me today and he's like, Hey Trent, this is Aubrey Graham, otherwise known as Drake, I'm like, Oh my god, Drake, I'll do Huge anything. What, what's up? What can I do for you? And he says, Hey, I, I saw a clip of your wife, Fina, singing on Instagram. And I'm making this album right now, and I want to fly her out to Toronto to do a feature. You know what I'm not doing? I'm not going to Toronto. I'm not gonna. I'm not going. And neither is me. No, nobody's going to Toronto. It, I I have a theory that if you get in with within ten feet of Drake, you're compelled to sleep with him.
0: It's like a. It's like a gravitational field. The opposite of kryptonite, whatever that is. Yes, it's just like yeah. The, yes, hundred percent. You
1: are a you are magnetized to him. Yes, men or women.
0: It is like yeah, either of you guys. Yes, we just can't go near
1: him. Yes, no, don't get near this man. I, I'm telling you, no one's going to Toronto from the Ellerman house. No one.
0: But it's just it. it it's so fascinating to me that like. It's Drake, so obviously yeah. no one's going to be talking about this, everyone's still going to listen to the album, Oh be fine, yeah. but it's like, the whole Hollywood industry is kind of like that, where it's like, yeah. there's just different rules.
1: Yeah, I it think so. It doesn't make
0: it right, it doesn't make it right.
1: Yeah, and so, and this is why, so first of all, I think Drake is still responsible, you know, I don't think he's right. absolved from any blame, Um, I've had this conversation too with a friend of mine who, like, listened to, uh, it's actually Cedric, uh, who was on the podcast, but he was talking to me about an interview that 50 Cent had where, you know, you rise to fame, you rise to stardom, like Drake obviously has. And your, uh, your modus operandi or like the way you operate Mm -hmm. is like, you just sleep with all these tens, you know, 10 out of 10. They're just all perfect, beautiful, whatever. And eventually over time, it stops being about just having tens and it's like, Oh, and he, in, Fifty Cent talks about this. She's like, "This time I want Asian women, or today I want Hispanic women, or just Black women, just White women, whatever."
0: A specificity. Yes. You're going in retail yes. experience.
1: Yeah. yeah, and but that's exactly what you said. We talked about this uh, like previously, and oh, yeah. you said the retail experience, and that's exactly what it is. Where, you know, what the love experience that you had with Demetric was right. Probably, I can I can almost one hundred percent guarantee it was organic. You yeah, know, and you,
0: unexpected. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. In some ways, but then very intentional in Mm -hmm. others, you know, Mm -hmm. like it blossomed from probably a friendship into a romance. Right. Right. And then the same thing with me and Fina, you know, whether it's unsuspecting or not, like there is an organic element to it. Whereas if you become this famous personality or this celebrity you have one all the resources at your disposal disposal you have all the no- yeah. notoriety all the fame all the money to where like it stops being about an organic experience and becomes more retail like mm-hmm. what you said like i'm going shopping tonight yeah tonight i only want hispanic women mm-hmm. tonight i only want asian women Whatever. i'm not
0: leaving until i get this. this thing yes and there is it's not a reciprocal yeah. it's a almost yeah. like an ownership or possession yes. of some something or something yeah yeah
1: and so like one, I think it's I laugh because it's I don't. It's just dark humor, but cliche. The, yes, Drake. yes. But at the yeah. end of the day, it's very sad. But it, also, too, something to be to be discussed too is just like one. I have complete trust in Fina. Obviously, I'm I'm very much joking. I I trust her wholeheartedly, as yeah. I, I'm sure you trust Dimitri. Yeah. But I think that um, any any person is susceptible to the overwhelming force that is a celebrity you know
0: yeah you mentioned that the other day yeah like if someone is a celebrity it's not it's not like the the cocktail waitress or someone you run into at, right uh, it's drake yeah and it's the money the the access yeah the private jets mm-hmm. if you don't have a really strong morale and sense of ownership of yeah. who you are you are susceptible or to an, a
1: sense of ownership for your relationship
0: yeah yeah which i think are intertwined who you yeah. are in your relationship yeah. are really a culmination. Yeah. T- together, they are related. But if you don't have a strong moral compass and a wherewithal of who you are and what you stand for. Yeah. I mean, and then Drake yeah. is like, "Yo, you wanna, you wanna go up to my room?" Yeah.
1: Well, because that's what I was thinking too. Like, so I think that a common dialogue that one would have with themselves when they're processing about cheating. You know, not that I think it crosses everybody's mind at some mm-hmm. point. You know. Yeah. Not really, but like the thought occurs.
0: Right. Of like what would happen. What if, would happen or what exactly. if this, what if my partner yes. occurs? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And I think that a common dialogue would be like, Why would I throw away everything that I have? You right. know, like right. I have this established relationship and like you mentioned, like a waitress or like yeah. some rando or something like that. And it's like, I don't know who this person is. Like they could be terrible. Yeah. Why would I throw away what I have? But that changes when it's a celebrity, right? Why would I throw it away? Cause it's Drake.
0: Because it's X, <laughs> Y, it's money, it's lifestyle. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, even like, at the at the very least, it's one night with Drake, right? It's penthouses, you know, yeah. uh, expensive liquor, or it, you know, still not worth it by all means. Still not worth it. But it's
0: the temptation is higher though, uh, way it's, higher. It's, and it may be not even higher. It's just different. Yeah. It's a different type. Yeah
1: and that's what i'm thinking like he Mm -hmm. probably flies both these people out jamie and naomi right he's like jamie dinner's on me whatever you want hey you want flamingo? you want steak tartar five
0: grand here's a 10 grand i
1: guarantee you drake's like here's here's a 20 rack here's 20 g's have my driver come out take you wherever here's here's my liquor cabinet yeah what go see toronto you know what I'm not doing? I'm not going to Tor I'm not gonna to see Toronto. I am handcuffing myself to my wife.
0: You made the joke yesterday of like if Fina's in the studio, you're like, I'll be quiet as a mouse, but I'm standing right now. Guess to- who's
1: in the studio with her? Me!
0: Just standing in the back like
1: Yeah. I'm going to be her biggest fan. I'll have a foam finger and like I will be jamming in the studio. You will not hear me, but I'm in the studio. There's not a moment where I do not have direct vision of her. She'd probably be like, babe, you could see me through the glass. Not good enough. <laughs> not good enough at all. I am still keeping not my eyes on Not good enough.
0: You're right there. Look
1: at my waveform is just a brick because I'm yelling so much. Guess
0: what we're not doing. Oh, gosh. No, I'm with you. I think that it is a, an interesting... A situation that most people don't find themselves yeah. in is, like, Drake wanting to be with you. Yeah. But it is... It's is—it's an, an—it's just an awkward... I was saying this yesterday. It's like, okay, we all love Drake. Then he goes and does this. And you're like, great, awesome. Now I have to deal with this complicated thing and process it. Am I still going to listen to your album? Absolutely. Yeah. And now i got to figure out this. Yeah. And, like... What do we think about it? And now I'm going to go check out her music. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's as terrible as it was, it was also like a PR move. And yeah. so then I go down there, that rabbit hole of like, was this all done as a PR stunt? No, like, it's They're not. all in on it.
1: And can I tell you why it's not? Because there was responses by both parties. Oh, right, 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 right. So Jamie Sun, who is the now ex fiance of yes. Naomi Sharon. Has made a series of posts to his Instagram where uh, I can't remember the direct quotes, but he he posted one where it was basically like, "No, I'm no longer together with the person who uh, everybody thinks I was with. I'm no longer in an eight-year engagement. I'm no longer uh, I no longer love the person who I spent mm-hmm. so much time loving." Like he sp- he put like you know bullet points of like yeah. basically just in summary saying, "No, I'm not together." We are not with this together. Person. Yeah. And then he also made another post where he's drinking out of, like, a liquor glass uh, on, like, an airplane. And it says, I don't drink champagne poppy, <laughs> which is Drake's. Drake's Instagram handle yeah. is champagne poppy.
0: It's so that's we're a, bitter. That's
1: a rough one. So,
0: and rightfully so. Like, right. Like, we are rightfully bitter yeah. at that point. He's, like, that yeah. just makes very sense. Very bitter. I and would then be too.
1: Naomi actually posted, uh, like, a, a, like, a, it seemed like um a very spontaneous, um, rough cut of like kind of a song response like she's singing and it seems to be for oh, the yeah. purpose of like her response to jamie and i have some do of you the- have some of the lyrics I do have just some read lyrics. some of
0: them because they were not impressive to me
1: okay i got you um lyrics go uh you want me to sing them yeah yeah, yes yeah, no i won't. give a little tune <laughs> i can't this is gonna be so bad oh come I on <laughs> where's she <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I can't do it. Okay. Just one? No, I can't. Can you I... sing
0: one line?
1: No, I can't. I really can't. Wow. I thought I you wanted to I'm be an so actor. so bad. Yeah, an actor, not a singer. I'm Actors so bad. have to
0: sing all the time. No, they don't. Have you seen name, Hamilton? W-
1: name one time Musicals. that Jonah Hill has sang a song.
0: I'm sure jokingly at some no. point.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. Anyway, the lyrics go, wishing you all the best after I after I have confessed. I'm still missing you, but there is no way back. Probably for the best, because you deserve to rest, wishing you wishing you all all the best. Go for what your heart seeks, find peace in the company, may she give you what you need. I'll let go of what we did, break free of what you miss. You have so much more to give, go on and take your place, you deserve the happiness. Rough. Mm. And, like, I mean, we've mentioned this multiple times, but we kind of had a, a version of this conversation before, and in our previous talk... um. You you even alluded to it just now that it didn't really feel that genuine. No, and who am I to judge how genuine or authentic something is? I just think, uh, but I kind of align with what you're saying. Like in the moment, it felt very blase. Like it just felt kind of vanilla. Yeah, not super heartfelt, but just kind of like like she's owning what she did, but she's not really. Uh, that apologetic i don't know like i said who am i to judge when was that posted i don't know
0: because it didn't go yeah okay so it was literally like the event happened and then a few weeks later she puts out this song on instagram she's doing it for pr it would appear i mean my logic is okay that was posted so fast you didn't need to post that publicly yeah you that was something that you needed to say to your ex-fiance in private if yeah. If God forbid like Demetric cheated on me and then wrote a song and posted it publicly, yeah. I'm like, you couldn't call me? Well,
1: what is and what, then I don't what if want she that. did though? What if she did and this is an artist performing her art form?
0: I don't know. i have like if I'm if I am Jamie Sun's shoes and I see her posting a video apology mm-hmm. to me that everyone can see. Yeah. That is just like more dirty laundry out in the valley. Sure. I don't want the apology that you do to that you say to me. To also be an opportunity for you to get views on Instagram. Sure. And promote your music. I get it. I don't know. It seems weird. But then again, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. It's just commentary.
1: I think that if anybody ever gets a voicemail from Drake asking to bring your girl out to Toronto, don't do it. Don't go. Don't go. (laughs) Dangerous. Please don't go. Well, and you know, there's just a bunch of mysteries surrounding Drake's music. You know, like a couple of songs they thought they were about Kim Kardashian. and. A Relationship that she had with him, and really, yeah, that's a relationship. I get behind Kiki, do you love me? That they think it was about her, no, oh, yeah,
0: because they call her Kiki,
1: yeah, or he does, but no, they do on the show, too, or
0: keeks, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, (gasps) Mm, so much mystery. But that's Drake, man, that's 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 who Drake is, that's Drake, yeah, you want Drake, you got him.
0: Oh, anyways, that just leaves me with like it's just like when someone puts like a, a blob of like slime in your hands and you're like, Okay, now I have to deal with this thing. Yeah. Now
1: Yeah. I think everybody can I think everybody has a choice to reconcile with sure. their with their beloved artists. You know, yeah. draw their own lines in the sand. Right. Like I think for me a big one is like I I did like r kelly's music and i can't listen to that now. right that's one that you i know? think people are like eh. a, i mean that's the obvious example but like for kanye a lot of people have jumped ship for him because of his antics and i still love kanye yeah uh chris brown um i i don't think i was ever a huge chris brown fan to i begin wasn't with. either
0: but it's another controversial yeah. one where some people listen yeah. and some people don't for yeah. various obvious reasons this is
1: but. a way less interesting example but a lot of people think justin bieber should be doing like christian music because he's a professor he's a Christian. That's uh, interesting. But, yeah.
0: it, but then it's like, just because someone's a Christian, does that mean that their music is then technically Christian?
1: Oh my God. Is that a segue into our next topic? Oh, oh! Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. But
0: wait, I do. That is an interesting topic that we yeah. don't need to get into right now. But like, if an artist is a Christian, does that mean that their music is inherently Christian?
1: Okay. Let me, let me twist that question into a segue to tee you up for our topic. All right. All right. Tee me up. If an artist is a Christian, does that interpret the art that they produced?
0: Mm. That's a good question. Which brings us to our next topic, <laughs> which is I really thought
1: you were like flowing there. And you're just like you're like, oh my God, it is a segue.
0: <laughs> By golly, what do we have? Oh, it's a perfect subway. Oh,
1: whoops. It's a perfect
0: subway? Segway. <laughs>
1: you said subway. No,
0: I didn't. <laughs> Play the tape
1: back. Run it back. Whatever.
0: Uh, but yes, our next topic is Haley Bieber interviewed comedian Yvonne Orgy. Um, great last name. Great last name for a comedian. Um, about the topic and intersection of faith in the entertainment world. And they mm-hmm. talk about uh, modesty, um, premarital and uh, sex, and what else do they talk about? Faith and just yeah. kind of like that intersection yeah. of ideas yeah. that are often contradictory in Mm -hmm. Hollywood.
1: What being a Christian looks like in Hollywood, really. Yes. In the modern day in some ways. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And one of the first topics that they um, spoke about was modesty because both of them are in the entertainment world where they either have to have like a sex scene or wear something like lingerie or underwear, but they're both Christian. Not underwear. Not (laughs) underwear, but yes, they do. They're Models, comedians Was uh, that a joke or was that a uh,
1: It was something light to be glazed over But you decided to park here So I was just being silly <laughs> Thank you for Any
0: ways I, I had a flow I had a flow going I'm a sorry Perfect You're flow right. I'm sorry So they talk about all those things But but I wanted to um Kind of sit on the topic of modesty first yep. Because I thought that was interesting Because they're both in positions Where they might act Or yep. have to Because of their job Break the rules, if Mm. you could say that, break the rules of the Christian dogma of what we think modesty is, right? And so they really broke it down and I think created a really helpful theology for people that are trying to understand and reconcile those two things. Modesty and Christianity are related, but not so much uh, the same thing because... Modesty in the Bible and modesty today are two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we were in the Bible, I'm breaking a lot of rules right now by showing my shul- my shoulders. So like, you're am-
1: what?
0: Why? Why do you have to point out everything?
1: I'm sorry. You're you're right. I hate it when people do that, and I do it. So I'm sorry. You're my right. whole
0: family does that, and I hate it because like anytime you mess up one word, you're, what you were I saying you were doesn't matter. A
1: remix your sh- sh- shoulders.
0: <laughs> okay, <Roll> but <laughs> no, hear me out. So so the if. Modesty in the Bible, like you can't show your ankles I'm with you. and you can't show your shoulders. Okay, well, you're, we're both breaking those rules now. Yeah. So, but modesty isn't like it was in the Bible. Now yeah. it's a new set of rules where you yeah. can't show other parts of your body. And so I'm like, what if in 30, 50, 100 years, it's okay to just like not wear anything? And that's still seen as modest. Yeah. Right? So and really, is it all arbitrary? And it's what you're comfortable with yeah. and what you've reconciled with your faith. That's what they get into is the individual yeah. experience.
1: Well, that's interesting that you say that because it would be essentially like going full circle if we were wearing nothing. Right. Because that's how Adam and Eve were.
0: Right. B- back know. to the beginning.
1: Right. Um, and I think that it brought up a lot of good topics, not only just about uh, modesty because that's what they were talking about too, but just kind of like how you're saying, like um, things evolve over time. Right. And I think that uh, the agreed upon methods dress code Mm -hmm. way of living has been influenced by, uh, interpretations of the Bible Mm -hmm. and man's interpretation of the Bible. Sure. So, uh, you know, who is, who is that, that, I think that's where I came to watching this video. Like who is the judge, I guess, at the end of the day, like why have, why have we appointed ourselves as the judge? And I think that even stepping into this conversation is sticky in some ways because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who you know are you know very passionate about certain topics of the bible christianity and faith and one thing that i appreciated so much about this video was that they were taking such an authentic personal approach to these topics yeah and that's all that we're doing even in discussing this that's what we're doing we're expressing our beliefs mm-hmm. wanting to have an open uh light-hearted fun conversation and i think that even circling all this up together is like i would never want to enforce my personal beliefs or my convictions upon someone else right so even in that realm of modesty yeah I don't know I don't know what um I think modesty I think some of it comes down to personal uh responsibility like didn't she say at one point during the video like God's not going to give you a body that you can't handle
0: right that you can't be responsible for just like oh I've I've actually never heard that before Mm. yeah like And what you what you are comfortable with, and I think Yvonne even said she was like when signing her contract, she said something of like God is swearing okay, and God said yes, swearing's okay, and it just was like oh Mm. that casual relationship, I just love that because having a casual relationship with your creator is a sign of an intimate relationship with your creator, and I made the analogy of. When you go to someone's house that is a new friend or someone that you don't know very well you're very formal right you sit like straight up and you're on your best behavior if you go to your best friend's house you're taking off your shoes you're going through the fridge like the casual attitude is a sign of an intimate deeply rooted intentional relationship so the way that she spoke to god she calls him fam and it's like all right fam what are we doing with this contract like is swearing okay and god said yeah swearing's fine and i thought okay so she's she's doing the work that is for her and I, it makes perfect sense right. because words are just words, and if she's not, right. she's not berating or belittling or being unkind to someone with her words. She's following a script, yeah. And that that is completely different than saying something rude. You can insult someone without using a swear word. Oh, you yeah. know, like swear words are just—they're arbitrary. They're just yeah. words that they're we give sentence time. enhancers. Right, they're sentence enhancers. <laughs> I'm joking. They're, they're spices, but you know her. Her conviction that she's like, yeah, it's a script. I'm doing a job. Sure. I'm not meaning anything that I'm saying to anyone. Yeah. It's a script. And yeah. to her, I totally get it. If I yeah. was an actor, God would probably tell me, yeah, it's fine. It's your job. Yeah. And she is going to bring um, curiosity of spirit and and kind of express her love of God in yeah. other avenues. And even in having that conversation, I think she brings... Uh, and gives permission for people to be curious about faith yeah. by having that conversation, yeah. not just blocking it off.
1: Right. Well, I think too. Well, one pause, just really quick. If you, you know, we do try to keep this very pop culture centric, yeah. and this is a very religious topic. If you're listening and you're not religious, we hope you can still have fun and engage with this conversation because yeah. you know we would never want to. Even at the end of the day, even though this is a Christian topic and we both are Christians, we would never want to force that on any listener. Right.
0: And I think it's applicable to any religion. Yeah, really, really, truly, because yeah. any religion has um yeah contextual dogma and and mm. ideas that they Yeah,
1: you just slipped right into your like your uh your teaching mode right there. Why am I like, I like this? I, it's okay. I liked it.
0: Every every religion has that. Yeah. So it's gonna be applicable yeah. no matter what.
1: But even I think we're glazing over why this conversation was kind of um spearheaded with these two uh with this mm. actor or uh, excuse me actress and with this model. Yeah. It's because uh Yvonne Orgy has just come out with a book called Bamboozled yes. by Jesus. Yes. So this isn't I even think the inception of this conversation with these two women is so awesome yeah. because this isn't it, Haley, this is Haley Bieber, Bieber's uh, podcast slash YouTube series. Mm-hmm. um, And it isn't like, Hey, a Christian who's kind of fair weathered in the, in the business is inviting another Christian who's kind of fair weathered or half-hearted in the business. It's like, no, this is a very Christian woman in a modeling Career, yeah. And a very Christian woman in an acting career who just wrote a book about how God took her to this place. Mm-hmm. And the conversation is centralizing around that. Like, yeah. Oh, like who said you can't be a, uh, you know, lingerie model or an actress that does, you know, explicit comedy and not be a Christian. Right. And even the sentiment that they were trying to express during their um, interview was she was. She was at one point feeling like, God, why are you bringing me towards comedy? There's no way I could be brought to the place where I want to be if I take this road. And I felt that personally, you know, like, God, where where are you taking me? Why are you taking me down this road? Mm-hmm. And feeling at times completely um, lost in the direction that I'm going and all with the idea and trusting at times and yeah. sometimes not trusting that God's going to take me to a higher place. So that whole like conversation, that's what I think was so beautiful about it was it's not like it felt it felt exactly opposite of a scripted phoned in christian response right. it felt so right. natural organic and very true to who these two people were
0: be- and i think it was so attractive and yeah. welcoming to conversation because neither one of them was claiming to be an expert but yeah. was saying hey what about this what about this yeah. what this is my experience and this is your experience yeah. and that's all we know is our yeah. experiences and sharing them yeah. and that is you that is the key to evoking a curiosity in faith, yeah. Right in religion, yeah. whatever. it Have if you go in judgmental, yeah. You know, the saying goes, you can either be curious or judgmental. Only one of them leads yeah. to conversation and relationship.
1: Yeah. Well, you and know? honestly, this is the this is the visual that I got. Like when I was watching this, it's only fifteen minutes. If if you can watch yeah, it, you sure. absolutely should. It's a wonderful interview, and Haley Bieber does an amazing job interviewing letting her speak but then also providing a very substantial response as well i thought she did such a good job um but oftentimes when people talk about christianity or they're trying to you know invite people into christianity it often is times with like you know a a restriction like an immediate boundary you Mm -hmm. know like Oh my gosh, like be a Christian, but you can't live this lifestyle. You can't be a comedian. You can't be an underwear yeah. model. You can't be, you can't watch these movies. You can't listen to this music. And it's all these immediate, um, just restrictions Rules. At, at, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I think that oftentimes Christians, when we have these kinds of conversations, the, the immediate fear that a lot of veteran Christians will have is, well, well, then anything goes then, right? Anything goes, everything's okay. Which is not at all what I think either of us are saying or what they're saying either. I think it lends itself to like, I think that that's what personal conviction means. Yes. You know, like if you do have a real relationship with God or whoever you, your creator is, I think there's a transformation process that happens to where like, if you are living a certain way, then there's an inward desire to not do that anymore. If you feel convicted, you know,
0: in a way that is feels correct to you. I mean, they didn't have lingerie models when the Bible was written, and they didn't have actors. Well, did they? Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a different kind of lingerie. Yeah. You know. But it was, like they, they didn't have lingerie, they didn't have actors, they didn't have comedians. So to say that you can't be a lingerie model, an actor, or a comedian, it's like, that's not in the Bible. Yeah. The Bible does say to respect others, to be kind, to um, evoke the love of Jesus mm-hmm. in your actions. So if you're doing, if you're an acting or you're a comedian or you're a CEO of a company, none of those jobs were in the Bible. So the job is not the issue. Mm. All that matters is that you are evoking the characters of kindness and patience and love in whatever way is possible in your career. And I think these two women are doing just that. Haley is a model that is evoking yeah. conversation and curiosity yeah. and love and kindness and patience. And Yvonne is a comedian and is evoking conversation and permission to explore uh, aspects of faith and sex yeah. and swearing. And so that's the that's the fruit. That's the good stuff. Yeah. And to just say no, you can't be a comedian and be a Christian. Well, that's show me that Bible verse yeah. because that's not in there. And I think that's a lazy theology that limits conversation. Yeah.
1: I think for, I think for me, you know, like going back to what I said earlier, is like, I never want to be the, the judge, jury, and executioner. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I am a pastor, so I'm about to get a little preachy. So just buckle up. Okay. Buckle up, everybody who's <laughs> buckle listening. Up. I just think that one, if you are Christian or if you're not, and you are of different religion or of any kind. Really accepting love from the cre- the creator that you subscribe to is a free gift. You know, it is it is given to you, one who most likely doesn't deserve it, and we then take up the mantle of being guards to that. You know, mm-hmm. like guardians of that treasure. So we were given this free gift, and then now we are going to restrict certain people from having that. Right? Like, Does make d- any sense? That doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. And so, are there people who claim to love God? and aren't living a lifestyle that reflects that 100% absolutely but still at the end of the day it's not my job to my job to judge those people either right. you know i think that my job as a pastor as someone who loves god is to spread that word you know if somebody says hey this is the choice that i've made like you know we've talked about who we want to be as pastors and individuals yeah. and if you are acting a way that isn't indicative to what you've said in the past, then I, it would be my job to be like, Hey, this isn't you. Like you've told me this is yeah. what you want to be, Yeah. but I'm never going to judge you go out of my way to put you down or anybody that wants right. to come right. in and be invited, you know? Yeah. Um, That's this like- has, this has so much potential. Hold on. We need to pause oh. really quick, take a camera, reflect the camera and come back.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of a post that Haley said that she posted on Instagram, and then a mom commented and said, how can you be a Christian and an underwear model? And then Haley went to go check that person's account, and it said, like, Mama for Bible verse, Jesus lover. Yeah. And that is a perfect example of someone who is saying they believe one thing and then not actively integrating it into their lives accordingly. And Haley was smart to say, okay, you're not part of my wise counsel. I don't know you. You're a stranger. I'm not going to allow you to speak into who I am and my identity. She has those people in her lives, much like everyone should have, is that wise counsel of people that can- call you out on something and then also at times build you up and encourage you and this stranger was not one of those people and Haley's already done the work to justify and reconcile a career that might be um which you say not very common in the Christian community to be an underwear model she's done the work of creating a uh, a firm foundation and theology around it that she is comfortable with and quite honestly I buy into and, and think is totally justified yeah and this stranger coming in who has clearly not done the work to justify yeah. that, telling her how to live, is a perfect example of how Christianity and social media and contradictory statements yeah. and all of that come well, together.
1: Well, and I would challenge any of those people who are saying that. It's like, okay, let's shine a light on your life really quick. Right. You want to – should we do that? Let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's go through, check the ledger of everything you've ever done and right. everything you've ever said.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. You're the first perfect person I've ever yeah, met. Exactly. So would you mind if I went through your Instagram?
1: And you know, honestly, it's a cheap argument to say like, well, you're not perfect either. You know, like that's a cheap argument. Sure. But at the end of the day, like the I always say at the end of the day, it's I wrap favorite. it up. I'm it's sorry. Favorite phrase. I know I need to stop saying that, but truly. Right. I, me personally, after seeing this, I don't really uh, know the depth of her work, but even just seeing this small 15 minute interview with these two people. I can I can comfortably say I'm like, "Oh, you both have a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ." Right. Genuine. Mm-hmm. I can't say that for the Instagram mom. All right. of the Instagram moms. Because and I'm not even calling out a certain demographic of people. I I if there's anybody who is making um just abrasive comments online, I would question that. Right. I would really question if you do have a genuine relationship because it's like, what one why what does it cost you to not do that? You know, why are you right. why are you choosing this method? But the other reason is, it's like, again, going back to what I'm saying, like, why are you being the judge? Like, when did, yeah. when did Christ ever petition you to be the judge of people? We are to yeah. hold people to certain standards. But one, you've never met Haley, first you of all. You don't know her personally. This random lady who's commenting on Haley's Instagram post, you've right. never met her, most likely. So and it just goes into a really weird yeah. level of ownership for her career and, and if you if choices. you feel the
0: need to post something like that, or anyone who posts something that is rude, um, just abrasive online, You're someone who has not done the work to sit with who your creator is and what that creator has called you to be, because then you'd know that that's not okay. Like if you're doing it, you've proven to me that you are not you're not willing to sit and do the work.
1: Well, and even like uh, for me, this is something I always try to live by. Is like I feel like a relationship with God and like reading the Bible and all that is at at its core supposed to be a mirror, not a window. Like Mm -hmm. if you are reading and interpreting and gaining. All of, these, all of these experiences in your religious uh, relationship and you are looking at others being like, you know yeah. what, you're not doing that. That is not okay. That's not okay. Not like I'm goal. not, all jokes aside, in the most serious way I can say, like reading the Bible, interpreting the Bible, having a relationship with God starts from within. You right. know, if you are reading scripture and you are not self-examining and saying like, oh, that I am flawed. I am Imperfect. How can I be better? How can I be a better version of myself? Because even in Scripture, it talks about how God sees you in your perfect form, how you really should be. And if you, if you are not trying to attain that, and if you're trying to help others attain that, that's not your job, man. Right.
0: Right. Not your job.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, I know that there's probably going to be some people who disagree, and that's okay. These are at the end of the day just our thoughts. I said it again. Just our our commentary. End of the day, just our thoughts. Um. But yeah, I thought the whole thing. Her whole interview was great. She talked about how the church doesn't do, uh, do justice of like it, helping young people talk about sex and what their yeah. sexual relationship looks like. I know that that is a big passion point for me. Um, yeah, I think the whole thing was just so well rounded, genuine, authentic in every yeah. way.
0: They opened a lot of, um, I don't know what the metaphor would be, but just like opened that can of worms of yeah. like let's talk about. Sex and how it is there is no conversation around sex in the Christian community there's just don't do it before marriage with with not enough explanation for it not enough conversation on what happens when you don't and what and how so many more people are kind of going in a different direction before marriage and that that is that's okay we're gonna be okay. everything's gonna be fine like not everyone is a virgin when they get married and guess what it's fine everyone just chill out and they kind of they kind of softened that conversation
1: and again i'm not here to tell anybody what the right answer is i think that my point is hey back in the 40s 50s 60s even yeah there was there was a, a, a merit for having or for or i guess there was like an industry standard for Mm -hmm. premarital sex like a lot of people weren't having that that was like a like a sign of the times like Mm -hmm. hey everybody's agreeing that premarital sex is the way to go um we're not in that time anymore
0: is not the way to go
1: is premarital sex is not the way to go like that like people are saving sex for marriage sorry let me make that clear yeah Yeah, 30s 40s 50s 60s everybody was agreeing like hey we are going to save sex for marriage that was very standard for a a majority of people Mm -hmm. we're not there anymore right we are in 2021 yeah that's not the sign of the times anymore we
0: don't live in a um, quote-unquote largely christian community conservative right community. that's yeah. not the demo yeah. that's not the large majority 100%. of young people getting married and
1: i say conservative not meaning political alignment but more so just Faith like wise. Yeah. yeah religious and the thing being i'm not saying that having sex before marriage is right or wrong i'm not saying same saving sex for marriage is right or wrong i'm simply saying the rhetoric of hey guys don't do it that's not adequate anymore
0: it doesn't work anymore that
1: does not do it i think there needs to be deep conversation again this isn't even directed at any one church in general i just think we've been in this time capsule of being like hey we've we've kind of catered all of our packaged content Mm mm-hmm in a time capsule that, like, was dated for the '50s, '60s, whatever. It's a good point. And now we're here, and it's just like, yeah, we're still telling the kids not to do it.
0: it it's like <laughs> saying to women, you know, don't, don't go get a job. Make sure to stay at home and raise right. your kids. It's like that doesn't work anymore. More, women yeah. are working now. That exactly. doesn't. That is falling on deaf ears. And yeah. you have to be more intentional with your dialogue and your conversations. Yeah. And being willing to sit in and hear both sides. Yeah. And I think they did a fantastic job of doing. Yeah.
1: That. And this this isn't even really directed at the church. I just think you know. religious uh entities in general or like christians in general it's just like we have to find ways to have engaging conversations that are uh morally uplifting and edifying that really does do justice to our young people because simply pushing it under the rug and being like hey don't do this is not good
0: it's not it's not uh welcoming for conversation it's not loving and it's not patient
1: and i thought that they I, i can't praise that interview enough i was you know, I didn't know what to expect when I went in. I was just like, wow, this is so very genuine. Well done. I think that was just the word I took away. It was just very genuine.
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Wow, we went from like one end of the spectrum to yeah, the other. Yeah, we really
1: did, man. We really did.
0: That's what you get here at The Juice.
1: Yeah. So, hey, guys, if you are of uh, atheist uh, posture, that's okay, too. And we hope you...
0: I still think that would have been a, f- a f- valuable conversation. Yeah.
1: It, 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 we hope every, that's our goal. We hope everybody can take a part for yep. real, like and enjoy what we're talking about.
0: I think so. I had a fun time. These are yeah. fun topics to talk
1: about. I did too. I had a good time. Hey, did we actually record it this time? <laughs> I'm gonna really check the so. audio, I just, and it, I keep peering back. I'm like, okay, oh please be recording. <laughs> please. No, no,
0: no. It says 112 Yikes. Okay. Wow. A minute one.
1: Look at that. <sighs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, that oh, bad. this is
0: gonna be a hodgepodge to edit, but it'll be fun. Yeah, it we're going be, be fine. I'm just, I'm just be glad fun. it. I'm just glad it worked. That's all I can say.
1: We're going to edit it, and it's actually going to come out later tonight. Very late tonight.
0: Ooh, Is today Friday? Late, no, today's Thursday. But
1: remember, we, po- we <gasps> right. posted late yes. Thursday. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh,
0: I got some work to do. That's okay.
1: A, that's like a pro tip, like a secret menu item. Guys, it doesn't come out on Friday. It comes out late Thursday night. Late Thursday night. If you're just, just itching up. for that new content. The
0: YouTube video probably won't be up until tomorrow, because I got to teach tonight.
1: Oh, God. I... I'm sorry for those kids who have to sit through that lecture.
0: Yikes. It's going to be a fun time. Okay, we're wrapping up because I'm losing my voice and I'm hungry. And I feel like my stomach is growling through the mic.
1: Say less, man. (laughs) Say less. (laughs) That was a lot. But hey, you know what? I'm here for it.
0: Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Feel free to um, keep listening. Write reviews. Subscribe. Yeah.
1: Do it. Tell your friends.
0: All the things. We appreciate you listening and we will see you next week.
1: Next time. Peace. Bye. Peace.
0: Bye.